welcome to the Brand Master Podcast, show specialized in helping branding professionals and entrepreneurs to build brands using strategy, psychology, and creative thinking. This episode originally aired on the Brand Master Academy YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Brand Master Academy on YouTube. What's up brand builders, Stephen Horahan here at brandmasteracademy.com and in this video you're going to learn what brand architecture is so you can leverage this brand strategy to provide the structure that will support your brand growth. Now the term brand architecture sounds very corporate and I remember when I was learning about brand strategy I saw this term come up time and again and I avoided learning what it was because I really didn't think that it applied to me. I was helping smaller businesses with their brand strategies and I believed that brand architecture was something for the top 0.001% of all brands, really the giant brands with 400 sub brands under their belt but when I did take the time to learn about it I understood a little bit more about how that could be applied to small business as well and when you think about the word architecture it's just another word for structure so when you think of brand architecture it's just brand structure and it doesn't just apply to brands with multiple sub brands it applies to much more than that so I want to show you how Big brands use brand architecture and I also want to show you how smaller brands can use brand architecture for their own structure. So what is brand architecture? Well, it's a technique that brand strategists use to provide structure. But where is this structure being provided? Well, it starts on an entry level with products and services. Moving up from there, you'll have divisions and sectors. And moving up from there, again, you'll have entire companies. So how does this play out in the real world? Well. Let's imagine for a second that you own a small business. Now, let's say that you provide services and over time your business grows and therefore your services grow as well. You start to offer more services. Now, if you continue to grow from that point and you have multiple services, you might decide to break those services up into separate divisions. If your brand continues to grow from that point and your divisions grow with that, you might then decide to break those divisions up into multiple companies. Now you don't need to wait until you get to a point where you have multiple companies to leverage the benefits of brand architecture. Each one of these entities is a possible brand, whether it's a company, whether it's a division, whether it is a service. So how does this play out practically? Well, let's say for example, you offer brand strategy services and you offer rebranding services. Now, instead of calling your services just rebranding services, you might decide to call it your five-step brand revive program now in this case what you've done is you've branded a service and in doing that you've already raised the value perception in the mind of your audience because it's branded as its own product it's got its own brand it's got its own message it's got its own specific audience and it's going to build its own brand equity as well now let's say you go on and you continue to grow and then you decide that you want separate divisions you want to have a separate strategy division and you want to have a separate design division and you brand those separately as well well again each one of those divisions is going to start to earn its own brand equity and then moving on from there again let's say you decided to then split your business and offer consultancy on this side 
and then execution services on this side again you're leveraging that brand equity you're leveraging the ability for each one of these businesses to be able to speak specifically to the target audience that you're targeting. Now, this is not to suggest that as a startup, you go out and you brand all your services individually and you start splitting divisions and splitting up your company into two. That's not what this is for. It's really to just get you thinking about how your brand structure might look over time, whether it's your brand or your client's brand, to think long-term about where this business is going, where this brand is growing, so you can think structurally about how that will look, so you can provide support to allow for that growth. So let's take a look at some examples here. Now, when it comes to brand architecture, there are two main models, and that is branded house and house of brands. So let's start with a branded house. So a branded house structure is where a parent brand or a master brand sits on top of the sub-brands and all of the sub-brands are a derivative of the parent brand. So what does that mean? Well, as a derivative, they will all look and feel the same with slight differences. They'll all share the parent brand name, but they will have a sub name. So an example of this would be Apple. So with Apple, you have Apple sitting at the top as the master brand and underneath you have the iPhone, you have the iMac, you have the MacBook Pro, you have the iWatch. All of these are sub brands, but they all leverage the brand equity of the master brand that is Apple. Another example of a branded house is FedEx. So with FedEx, you have the parent brand or the master brand sitting on top and underneath with the sub brands, you have FedEx Ground, FedEx Express, FedEx Freight. And all of these are specifically targeting a segment of the target market that FedEx has, but they're being more relevant to that specific segment. So you can see the benefit playing out here with the FedEx example. Then you have the house of brands. So the house of brands structure is where the parent brand sits on top and all of the sub brands are completely independent of the parent brand. So they're all positioned completely differently. They're all positioned independently and they have their own look and feel. They have their own brand identity and they all speak to their own specific target audience in a very specific way. So this structure allows the parent brand to target a really, really broad audience because each one of the sub brands can be so, so specific in their targeting, in their messaging and in their positioning as well. Now, one of the most well-renowned examples of a house of brands is Unilever. Now, although Unilever, if you're in the branding space, you know who they are, but most consumers don't know who Unilever is. They don't hear that brand name because it's not a consumer brand. Yes, consumers will know the sub-brands. They'll know Dove. They'll know Lynx or Axe. They'll know Flora or they'll know Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. All of these sub-brands have their own specific target audience. They position themselves specifically to that target audience and their messaging is specific. So all of these sub-brands are completely independent and as a consumer, you don't see the relationship that these sub-brands have with their parent brand and for most consumers, they don't even know that that parent brand exists and that is part of the magic behind a house of brand structure is that it allows this parent brand to sit on top, have all of these sub-brands and each one of these sub-brands can go position themselves specifically to a target audience and has no public relationship really with the parent brand. Now, I know the examples that I've just given plays into the idea that brand architecture really is for the giant brands of the world, but 
going back to the earlier examples, it allows you to really think about the structure of your own brand that you're building or the structure of your client's brands. And if you're able to think ahead, if you're able to understand what the vision is long-term, then you can spot opportunities for your own brand or for your client's brands to take the time to brand one of their services or one of their divisions or divide the company and really think long-term about how that structure is going to play out. And if you're able to do that, you'll provide support for growth long-term. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more brand strategy techniques to level up your skills, make sure you check out brandmasteracademy.com. There's plenty of free resources and premium content for you to download and get you going. If you'd like to join our Facebook group full of like-minded brand strategists, all learning from each other, then find us by searching for the Brand Strategy Community, where you can find exclusive content for members as well. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to give us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listened. And make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Brand Master Podcast.